Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 552 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. I do have a great question from Paul coming in, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks. Dot com. They serve over 3 million small businesses in, in many different ways, actually, from bookkeeping, obviously. That's why it's called Fresh Books. Uh, but more than that, it's also a, an amazing, super easy-to-use invoicing tool for entrepreneurs. And so if you bill anybody, uh, clients or you know you do any coaching, if you're doing the coaching thing, you gotta use, you got to use FreshBooks. It just makes it really easy to do it. There's no more chasing checks and running to the bank to make a deposit. It's all done through the FreshBooks system. It makes it easy for you, but also easy for your clients to pay you. And you want it to be easy on both ends. So if you want to check this out, see what it's all about, and see how you can use it and incorporate into your business, you get access to a 30-day free trial by listening to the show. So if you want to check it out, go to getfreshbooks.com. Again, that's getfreshbooks.com. And make sure you enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Go ahead and do that. All right. Now here's today's question from Paul. Hi, Pat. This is Paul Miners from Auckland, New Zealand. A big fan of the podcast and really appreciate everything that you do for the SPI community. Um, I have a question about email lists and cleaning your email list. Um, I've been building my audience and growing my email list since the beginning of this year. And in the beginning, the open rates and click-through rates looked really good, and they've been slowly dropping off over over time. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I believe this is normal as your list grows, that your open rates would, would gradually come down. But what I'd like to ask is that what do you recommend for methods for cleaning your email list? So how could I go about removing inactive or non-engaged subscri- subscribers from my list so that I have a really engaged, active audience. W- what kind of techniques or methods or criteria would you use for doing this? Uh, thanks, Pat. Like I said, appreciate everything that you do. And uh, yep, thanks for answering my question. Hey, Paul, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. Here's what I would do. Now, I've answered this question before on the show, but of course, things change. And I answered that a long time ago. Now that I've gotten to see what some of the more capabilities of some of these email service providers, and uh, th- there's a lot of different ways that you can handle this. Obviously, you could just send a direct email to everybody on your list and say, hey, if you don't click on this link, I'm going to delete you, which is kind of the, I would say the easiest way to do it, but maybe not the best way to do it. Because sometimes people might miss that email. And if you don't give them an opportunity a second time or third time around, maybe they just weren't there or they didn't see it or the headline was mixed in and they just didn't it got lost in their inbox or whatever uh then they're gone and maybe they shouldn't be and sometimes those open rates aren't always exactly true so some people who might be actually opening the emails or seeing the preview of them who are kind of reading them in that way they're they're still engaged with you but it just doesn't show so you got to kind of you kind of got to be careful here now here's here's what i would do uh, and I'm, I just thought about this before I answer this question because it's really it really made me think about how I do things and I might actually make these sorts of changes. So of course you're absolutely right. It, it's very natural that when people sign up for an email list, those initial emails that they get in that follow up sequence, especially that first one, uh, they get the highest open rate. And over time, people start to die down. Same thing happens with your broadcast emails. Your broadcast emails when you're just starting out and you're starting to send them, uh, and people get them. For the first time, they're going to open them, and then over time, and as your list grows, just the percentage is, is going to go down a little bit. So here's what you can do. In your follow-up sequence, in your autoresponder series, you, this is what you could do. After a certain amount of emails, you might have to play around with how many, but after a certain amount of emails, 
you can have a call to action where people have to click on something to say that they like the emails. Maybe it's a, it's a quick survey. Do you want to continue getting these emails? Again, it's a way to serve your audience. You always want to make sure that whenever you ask your audience for something, even if it's for your own purposes, you're still turning it into a way where they know that they're also being served. This is why when I have my email list, uh, when people join my main list, I want them to click on one link that puts them into a specific bucket, which then puts them into another set of emails based on the answer that they gave to this question, essentially sur- surveying people through this email list. That's very much for my own, my own purposes, right? Because I want to send emails to people wh- wh- that, that matter to them and not emails that don't matter to them. But I say, hey, I want to give you emails that matter to you. And I don't want you to see stuff that, that isn't relevant. So if you, wanted to, if you want to get emails that you want, click on the answer to the following question that best suits you. And the question is, yeah, what, what best describes your business? I haven't started yet. I've started, but I'm not making any more than $500 a month or I'm making more than $500 a month. So they're either in one of those three categories and then they get split off from there. You can do something similar. With if you just have a main list, for example, uh, you can, or even on a on a sub list that you've already sort of driven people into a specific bucket. Even in there, you could have people go through a series of emails, and of course, it'll die down over time. And to re-engage them, you can have them click on something that essentially marks that they are there, and you can put them into another sort of, I, I would say that the next part of that same email sequence. And if they don't click on that, you're going to send them different emails that get a little bit more and more urgent with having them take action. And then after a certain number of emails, maybe five after a couple of weeks, you say, hey, this is, I don't want to bother you. I've noticed that you haven't clicked on this and, or, or you, you haven't really, um, you know, just again, making it very urgent and obvious that, hey, this is the last time I'm going to email you. And if not, I'm just going to take you off the list. I'm not doing this to be rude. I just, I want my email list to be full of people who want these emails. And it's obvious that at this point you don't want it, but I'm giving you one more chance. So let me run that, run that again, because the way I explained it might've been a little bit confusing. It was to me as I was saying it. So I'm going to try again. Uh, Not that it was wrong, but I'm just kind of flushing this out, flushing this out right now. So People sign up to your list. Open rates are great. They're getting these emails. You're providing value. They're, they're, they're taking action on, on, on what it is you're doing. And then over time, the open rates slow down. And then if by a fifth email, for example, you see that people aren't clicking on a call to action, that they love the emails and want to continue to get more, you put those people who do click on that into a separate bucket which is essentially the the next part of that same sequence, and that that way, you know, it's like yes, I want to continue getting it. Okay, you're going on, but the people who don't, they continue to get emails in that same sequence, and in that same sequence, it's getting a little bit more urgent in getting them to want to click over to get to that second part that those other people already went in that first time you mentioned it. So it's kind of hard to describe this via audio i'd have to draw it out for you but you know i am always experimenting with email and this is something that i think is very important obviously and i'm going to be experimenting with it paul so uh i i haven't tested this out yet but i would love to hear what other people think in terms of re-engaging your subscribers and making sure that you have a clean email list too and that's you know the way i'm thinking about it in my head i haven't mind map this or anything yet uh is is i think a great solution but i'm gonna i'm gonna test it out i'm gonna i'm gonna see what works 
the new redesign of the Smart Passive Income blog is coming in April. And with that, I'm going to be uh, adding more emails to my email sequences and changing things around a little bit. And this is very much going to be a part of that too because I definitely want to keep people uh, engaged and I definitely want an email list that's active and clicking on things. So, Paul, I want to thank you so much for the question. I hope this at least gets your gears going and and helps you a little bit. For those of you in the audience who have something to add to this, uh, please, please use the hashtag AskPat525. Again, that's no, 552, excuse me. Hashtag AskPat552. And we can continue the, this discussion on, on Twitter. And uh, if you have any solutions or things that have worked for you, please share because I, I'll be interested. I know Paul will be too. So again, that's hashtag AskPat552 on Twitter. And uh, I look forward to seeing what happens both on my email list and yours too, Paul. So uh, keep me posted. Thank you so much. We're going to send you an AskPat t-shirt for having your question feature here on the show. Uh, And I also want to thank everybody who has asked a question too because this show wouldn't exist without you. If you have a question that you'd like to have me read here on the show and answer, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And of course, I want to thank freshbooks.com once again. I've been working with them for a very long time and they, they help me manage my books. It's very easy, very easy to use, especially come tax season, which is of course coming up. And of course, the invoicing feature, like I mentioned earlier, is very, very fancy, but very simple. It's fancy in that it just works, uh, but very simple to use on both ends, both as you as the one billing and the, your clients who are paying you. So do it the right way. Get fresh books. Go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section for a 30-day free trial. Getfreshbooks.com. Enter Ask Pat. Thank you so much for listening in today. I appreciate it. And to finish off the day, as I always do, here's a quote. And this quote is from Monish Pabrai. And that quote is, entrepreneurs are great at dealing with uncertainty and also very good at minimizing risk. That's the classic entrepreneur. Take care. I appreciate you, and I'll see you in the next episode of Aspat. Thanks.